Why Mindset Matters. Are you a creative or business person who's just plain tired of spinning your wheels, running in circles, trying to make progress in your career? This is the podcast that will change all of that. We're talking about strategies and techniques you can use to achieve more by working better and more effectively so you can reach your goals faster without having to work harder. I'm Gordon Firemark, and this is More Better Faster. Hello there, I'm Gordon Firemark, entertainment lawyer, entrepreneur, and coach to artists and business owners in the creative industries. And this is More Better Faster, where we're exploring strategies and ideas about achievement, achievement of our goals and realization of our dreams, while maintaining an integrity and alignment with our purpose, mission, and values. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about a word you've probably heard, but maybe not given very much consideration or thought. And that word is mindset. Well, what is mindset? Well, it's a theory in decision theory and general systems theory. A mindset is a set of assumptions or methods or notions that are held by people or groups or individuals. Um, and it can be really seen as arising out of a person's worldview or philosophy of life. A mindset is the kind of thing that can be so firmly established that it creates an incentive within the person or within the group to continue to adopt or accept prior behaviors, choices, and tools. That latter phenomenon is sometimes also known as mental inertia or groupthink. And it's very difficult to counteract its effects on analysis and decision-making processes. And in another field, cognitive psychology, mindset represents the processes activated in response to a given task. This notion of mindset also comes up in contexts like organizational management, in politics, education, and much more. People talk about things like abundance mindset or scarcity mindset, which deal with the empowering or limiting belief in the amount and availability of resources or opportunities. There are theories of productive and defensive mindsets in organizations. There are well-being mindsets that guide people's thinking and behavior and play a key role in their life experiences, their journey of development, and their sense of well-being. Mindsets guide people's thinking and behavior and play a key role in the experiences and so on. According to Carol Dweck, one of the big researchers on this, and she published a popular book on the subject, individuals can be put on a continuum according to their implicit views of where ability comes from. Dweck is a, is a researcher in the educational mindset strategy, uh, arena, but a lot of what she has to say is useful across all the spectrum. In particular, she says an individual's mindset impacts how they face and cope with challenges. There's the fixed mindset. People with a fixed mindset believe that abilities are mostly innate, and they look at failure as a lack of necessary basic ability. There are those with a fixed mindset who believe there's no improving or increasing their talents and abilities. They believe that uh, they're born with all the ability innately that they will ever have. Those with this fixed mindset really only enjoy hearing about their success. They don't want to talk about failure or, or the or room for improvement. And on the other side, those with a fixed mindset dread failure because they see it as never being able to succeed in the future. They're locked in. The growth mindset, by contrast, uh, has uh, people thinking 
more likely to continue working hard despite whatever setbacks they encounter. Those with a growth mindset believe that they can acquire whatever ability they needed if they invest enough time or effort or study. And uh, Carol Dweck argues that this growth mindset allows a person to live a less stressful, more successful life. In a growth mindset, individuals understand that their talents and abilities can be developed through effort and teaching and persistence. They don't necessarily believe everyone is the same or anyone can be Einstein, but they believe everyone can get smarter, better if they work at it. This is an example of you know, someone who uh, is given a challenging assignment and takes the project on as a growth experience rather than as something that's going to de- defeat them. Um, another word that's sometimes related to this growth mindset is grit, which people define as a combination of determination and perseverance. Another researcher, Jürgen Nadler, uh, just last year in 2020, uh, developed a well-being mindset as the whole of attitudes, beliefs, and values of a person or group that foster well-being. It relates to a person, group, or people, the whole of humanity, other sentient beings. It's the overall sort of global approach to well-being. Now, mindset is the kind of thing that can be so firmly established that it creates this incentive to, as I said, accept behaviors and so on. You get dug in to a particular way of thinking, and it uh, it sort of takes over how you operate. This is all about the power of the unconscious or subconscious mind. The job of the unconscious is to store and retrieve data. The job is to ensure that you respond the way you're programmed. Your unconscious mind makes everything you say and do fit a pattern that's consistent with your self-concept, what some people refer to as your master program. That's why repeating positive affirmations can be effective. You can essentially reprogram your own thought patterns by slipping in positive success-oriented sound bites. That's why motivational activities like reading inspirational quotes, listening to inspirational podcasts, doing affirmations, those kinds of things are so impactful for people who are really committed to this. By focusing your thoughts on the uplifting ideas, your unconscious mind will begin to implement a positive pattern in your way of thinking and your outlook on life. Your subconscious mind, your unconscious, is subjective. It doesn't think or reason independently. It obeys the commands it gets from your conscious mind. Just as your conscious mind can be thought of as the gardener planting seeds, your your subconscious mind can be thought of as the garden or the soil, the fertile soil. So this is why you want to get into positive thinking, positive mindset work. It's important to the foundation of your thought process. This unconscious mind is this servant. You know, it's, it doesn't ask questions. It just does what it's trained to do. It works day and night to make your behavior fit the pattern consistent with your thoughts, emotions, hopes, and desires. Your, un, your unconscious mind grows either flowers or weeds in that garden of life, whatever you plant. The tendency to commit to these patterns of behavior is one reason why habits are hard to break. But when you start to think and learn purposefully to create patterns, you can harness the power of habit and instill new comfort zones so your unconscious will adapt. You can feel your unconscious pulling you back toward your comfort zone each time you try something new, but it's important to try those new things so you reprogram and build up the 
the tolerance for a little bit of discomfort and fear and anxiety about things. Even just thinking about doing something different from what you're used to can sometimes give you those feelings of ten tension and anxiety. That's why it's important to do mindset work, which involves pushing those boundaries. Mindset work is important. Here's a, here's a quote from Henry Ford that sort of addresses this is whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. That's your mindset. If you allow your mind to tell you this is how it's always going to be, then guess what? That's how it's always going to be. If you allow that growth mindset, allow your, your, your mind to your, your, your system to believe that there's a better future, something else will change, whatever, then that also is much more likely to become true. Your mindset guides you through life and causes your mind to perceive the world in a way that is consistent with it, that confirms our beliefs. The mind is really good at filtering out noise, but what it also does is filters and hides the things that we may see, hear, and even think that don't align with our view of what's real and what's not, or what's right and what's wrong. So we experience things based on what our brain allows us to notice. And it helps us to focus on the things that we've decided are important and decided to believe. This is sometimes called confirmation bias. There was a series of experiments in the 1960s. Psychologists did this study. They suggested that people are biased toward confirming their existing beliefs. And then they later reinterpreted the results as a tendency to test ideas in a one-sided way. So the, the answer to the research, to the, to the question lies in how the question is asked, focusing on one possibility and ignoring alternatives, also known as my side bias um, is another name. In general, the current explanations for the, these observed biases reveal that the human capacity is limited. We can't process everything available. The brain, the, the unconscious mind has to do that filtering, but that's what leads to a failure to investigate things in a scientific, in a neutral kind of a way. So that's why we have to ask these questions and, and be mindful of our mindset. But it's not all about mindset. I think there really is such a thing as talent, such a thing as ability, such a thing as aptitude. But if you have that growth mindset, these are the starting point, the things that you have. And if you work at it, you can build on them and improve them. Now, you may never be, you know, a a, a, a top level athlete or a high performing artist or, you know, or any, you may not be the highest of your field, but if you have a little bit of innate ability and talent, you can take that a long way through adopting a mental process as well as of course, doing the work of training and, uh, um, and conditioning. And after all, isn't that what mindset work really is? We're just, it's the, the mind, the, the unconscious mind is just another, muscle set or, or set of tools that our body has that we can train and condition to, uh, to achieve our goals just the same as we can train and condition our physical body, our muscles to run faster or score more points in a basketball game or hit the baseball. We can do the same thing with our mind, but you got to beware. A lot of gurus are out there selling all kinds of products and services with these great promises of these incredible transformations, and they do have some successes, but the teachings don't always work for everyone. And so what they do to the, you know, their mindset approach is, well, if you 
didn't achieve it, then either you didn't do it right or your mindset is the problem. And I'm not sure I can subscribe to that fully. Some people really just can't achieve something because it's beyond their abilities, right? If you are four foot 11, you are not going to be a great basketball player. You may have a great outside free throw, but when it gets down into the, into the key, you're just not going to perform that well. So let me just say, nobody has a mindset problem. You have a mindset. It helps you operate in the world. Everybody has a mindset. And once you know this and you start to examine and change your mindset, you realize your mindset developed the way it was, it has for some very good reasons. Your life experiences are part of what's colored your mindset. So this isn't something we should tamper with too aggressively all at once. Incremental steps. We do need to step outside of our experiences, of course, and we need to evaluate the reality beyond what we perceive to be true because of that confirmation bias I was talking about. So that's where asking really good questions comes into play. So instead of accepting your belief in a particular limit or challenge, you shift to asking first, is this real or what can I do to change this? That's what we're talking about, about a growth mindset. If instead of accepting the belief in a particular limit or challenge, you ask that, you're in good shape. So yeah, tinker and change things, but do it incrementally. Adjust the beliefs to conform with the reality rather than letting your unconscious adjust the reality to conform with the beliefs. Look for outside evidence to support or refute what your mind is telling you. That that unconscious, that self-talk that you hear sometimes, sometimes it sounds like one of our parents, right? That voice is your unconscious mind confirming those beliefs for you, reminding you, hey, we believe this, so that's how it's going to be. And you have to ask yourself tough questions when you start to hear that inner voice. So how do you tweak your mindset? Well, there are a number of different strategies that work. Affirmations. There are tons of books, card decks, audio programs, and podcasts, just about any other kind of product you can think of offering positive energetic statements that you can read to yourself or say out loud or chant or whatever. Um, and these are great entry level approach to shifting your mindset. Most advocates of these tell you, you know, it's a repetition thing. You have to pick a belief that you want to establish or change and craft that appropriate affirmation and then repeat it frequently throughout the day over a period of many, many weeks until it becomes internalized habit, right? This ties into research about habits and how they're made or broken. So if you think about your thoughts and beliefs as habits of the mind, it makes sense. Changing a habit takes repetition or replacement behavior over time. Just like learning to make that free throw every single time, you got to train that muscle memory, right? And train the visualization. There it is. Now, meditation is another great strategy for adjusting your mindset. Just a few minutes of quiet contemplation each day or a few times a day can radically change the way you perceive and experience the world. The goal is to quiet the mind a bit and listen carefully and then critically listen to those thoughts that surface and ask them, ask what they are. You can also meditate on a particular concept or an affirmation just to change a belief or habitual thought process, that critical inner voice that you have. You just sort of focus on, I'm quieting my mind. And then you repeat that sentence, that statement, that affirmation or that thing that you want to change best to do this in positive language. So you're not imparting a negative tone or a negative, um, construction to what you're trying to do. So, uh, rather than saying you want to lose weight, 
I'm going to lose weight today is an affirmation, but a better affirmation might be, I am choosing healthy foods that allow me to operate as a lean machine. Something I made that up on my, on the spot. So, but that's the thing. So being more positive and less negative is useful in this area. Um, hypnosis. There are lots of great resources on self-hypnosis out there, and I haven't really explored those too deeply, but I have experienced hypnosis with a professional hypnotherapist, and I'll tell you, just a few sessions, it really helped me with adjusting some unconscious behaviors and beliefs that I had, and it has really helped me propel things forward in my life and in my business. Um, regular psychotherapy or counseling can also be useful in surfacing these limiting beliefs, habitual thought processes, and understanding the roots behind them because that helps us to adjust or correct them. It helps us ask that question, is this real? Should it be real for me? Now, the truth is you do have to be intentional and focused if you're going to adjust your mindset. You have to do the work and it takes time. There isn't a magic pill that will instantly change your mindset, but the sooner you start, the sooner you'll begin to see results and experience things in a way that will help you achieve more, better, faster. So let me leave you with a quote, another quote about mindset and negative self-talk. It was Bruce Lee who said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and they cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. <laughs> change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you are also choosing. Now, finally, I want to ask you to ask yourself, what are you going to do to explore and understand and adjust your mindset to achieve your goals? Now, if you'd like to get on a faster track to greater levels of achievement and understanding, I would love to work with you. You can sign up for a free discovery call by visiting gordonfiremark.com slash coaching, and then you can start achieving more, better, faster. I'll say thanks for listening, and I will see you again next time.